a seat to the bar and join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tansen, Jess, and Maggie bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to McAnally's Pubcast, brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 9.14, Consulting the Consultant, where we are covering the novel Summer Night. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Golf. For. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 18. Dresden meets Murphy at the local Walmart and tells Murphy everything that happened. While the two discuss the case, the lights go out and a mysterious, malevolent mist enters the building. Harry's got to get out of this fucking hotel. Yes. He's like getting the hell away from here. And I love, 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 love this chapter. I loved it so much the very first time. And uh, so, yeah, so he immediately goes and gives Murphy a call. And she apparently has been sitting by the phone because she's like, Justin. And he's like, yeah. So, I mean, granted, we did have call display then. So, I mean, she could have been like, mm, not very many people call me from like a pay phone. So she's whatever. She's like, Dresden. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I need to talk. And she's like, oh, okay, where? So I love how she's not like, oh, we're just going to sit and talk on the phone. He's like, no, this is obviously like. <laughs> so he's like, you know, uh, I don't know, someplace public with a bunch of people, but quiet enough to talk. And she's like, in Chicago at this time of night? <laughs> Which is funny because we're like, Hello. So she's like, all right, I know somewhere. Agree to meet in 20 minutes. And off they go. And then, so, yeah. So partially why this came But he's all like, not a lot of clandestine meetings happen at a Walmart. And it's like, did you know this was going to be a clandestine meeting? Why were you planning ahead for that? <laughs> well, I mean, he knew when he talked to her because he knew what he wanted to talk about. I think that part is the clandestine. That's right. what I'm talking about. I'm like, it just seems a little bit, <laughs> call your own conversation clandestine. I guess, maybe. I didn't like that, but... but. Oh, his description where he's right. in the parking lot. As I pulled into the parking lot, I reflected on the odds that were not a lot of clandestine meetings involving mystical assassinations, theft of arcane power, and the balance of power in the realms of the supernatural had taken place in a Walmart supercenter. <laughs> then again, maybe they had. Hell, for all I knew, the mole men used to use the changing rooms as a place to discuss plans for world domination with the psychic jellyfish from Planet X and the disembodied brains in a jar from the Klaatu Nebula. <laughs> I know I wouldn't have looked for them there. Yeah, right. It's like I definitely am not. I'm like maybe that's why the the change rooms all closed down and never reopened. It was like apparently the psychic jellyfish left like brains all over or something. That's why Walmart is just like, like no. that. Yeah. They're like, you know, we go through this in the States all the time. We're just not bringing that shit up to Canada. Mm-mm, you guys are not in here all night. We're just not gonna make that an option. But yes, much of why that was on our brains, I think, for last chapter. Um, is that is exactly where they head here. And they have, like you say, like a cafe that is still open 24. And that I will say, when we did have the brief um, 24 hours here, the side shops, like I say, the nail parlor and the optometrist and whatever, they were not. All of those 
places that he's seeing, all these little hole-in-the-wall places that he goes by. And apparently, they stay open 24 hours. Oh, uh, uh, not really. The, like the, maybe the just the cafeteria I don't ever thing. remember them being open. But okay, like, maybe just the coffee shop area, but we don't have coffee shop areas. It's like McDonald's now. We have, yeah, we usually have like a McDonald's or, and the occasional one at Tim Hortons now. And yes, those... Pretty much only if it's on the highway. Even yeah. then. Where's the last one? We, anyways, regardless... So they apparently have like this coffee shop that is still open because they can go and sit down somewhere. They don't have to sit on one of those benches in the middle of the aisles between the shoes and the <laughs> bathing suits or something. Um, and they get a cup of coffee. Dresden enters the Walmart and is shortly joined by Murphy. As you say, they, they sit at the, uh, the cafe doors indoors. Murphy chose a booth where she could watch the door. <laughs> have you ever sat with somebody that insists to never have their back to the door? I has I, I know a few people like that, and it just kind of makes me giggle. No, I don't bit. think I specifically have anybody that insists on. Okay, but and, yeah. and then the people that I can think of, their reasoning is like they're too paranoid to have their back to the door because uh, somebody could be coming in with a gun or a knife, and they wouldn't be able to see them. Right. Because their back is to the door, so it's right. Big, big paranoia security issue thing for them. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think I know anybody yeah. that is. That I is. know all those people. I just don't believe them. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to sit in that spot first just to see who it irritates because they, they kind of like get a little antsy mm. and they're like, uh, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of funny. Um, and yeah, and then she's like, so I thought on the other side so I could keep a eye on Murphy's back. <laughs> and I was like, she's watching the exit. I'm watching her back. We got this down. So yeah, so she's like, I don't really look so good or whatever. And he's like, I'm fucking furious. Like, I can't even think straight. And she's like, want to talk about it? And he's like, actually, yes, yes, I do. And I swear I may possibly have literally jumped for joy. I may just have done mental jump for joys when we got to this. But yeah, the very first time around reading this, I was like, yes. And I was kind of surprised. In some ways, I'm like, took you long enough. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm actually kind of impressed. Thank you, Butcher, for not waiting more than these first couple of books. And it's you know what did we say here chapter 6 19 or something like that like we're still fairly into we're not even quite halfway through this book i don't think before he or at least it feels like it's going pretty quick a lot of stuff has happened within like a day um he finally comes out of the wizard closet exactly (laughs) he's like lays it all i don't know like he does kind of give her fair warning too he's like look i want to talk about this i want to tell you but there's no going back. And she's like, well, then why tell me now? And he's like, because, you you know, he's like, I was doing it to try and protect you. And she's like, yeah, it's really annoying. You know, and he's like, but you're kind of there anyways. You are taking on some of this smaller stuff. So, you know, you would be better prepared. But you're also going to be way more at risk if, you know, people know that you know this now. And, you know, I like how he's like, you can't just go round up a posse of cops and go hunting for demons. And she's like, why the hell not? And he's like, because mm, no, supernatural world does not jive with that. You will put a huge target on your back. So just lay low, pretend like you don't know this shit. But... Now you could be a little bit more protected because you'll have a better idea. And it was funny. Well, it comes down to trust too. Too like that's the big thing. He actually really trusts really her. Really trusts her. And it was funny because Jess and I were talking about this like a couple of weeks ago on our way here or whatever. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, fuck you, Michael." <laughs> you know? Because he's like, it came down to you know who can I trust, and the list was really short. You. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, okay, I understand it may not be appropriate bringing Michael in. You know, again, right, Michael gets fuck his Billy, mo- fuck Michael. Yeah, Billy doesn't the even get to say in the very beginning where Billy actually already knows about the council. He's like, yes. Yeah, no, what council? What? 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 Yeah, yes, but you're right. He is 
Um, which, I mean, again, I get a little bit here where he's like, the only guy helping me needs a babysitter still. I'm like, okay, it's, uh, you know, again, I sort of get that you're saying it in the sense of Billy's not mature, you know, like you say, either in the supernatural world or in, you know, life kind of a thing that, yeah, he's still kind of a younger kid guy. But exactly, but I was just like, you know, I'm like, exactly, so all you said was trust, not, you know, like, not who would be appropriate or who can come in, you know, because I'm like, I get Michael gets his marching orders from up high and, you know, like, Charity was, was yelling at him for in the last book that like he only gets hurt when he comes in on your shit like when michael gets sent out on missions it's fine because he's supposed to be there but when he helps you on your shit that he's not necessarily supposed to be involved in right so i'm like i get you maybe you don't want to bring him into the fairy thing and all of this but yeah it was just really funny that he was just like just literally the way he said it he was like you know the only person i can trust is you and i'm like yeah so fuck you billy fuck you michael very few people very few well yeah but then he says um very few people on the list just you He's like, when I asked myself who I can trust, it came, I came up with a damn short list. You're it. Right. <laughs> so I was like, wow, a little bit harsh there, Justin. But okay, fine. We'll give it to you in the moment because this is important. And yes, you need to come out with all of this to Murphy. Well, maybe you can't trust Michael be- because he would be totally guns a-blazing. You can't rein him back when he's in righteous god mode. Or maybe he's just trying to, like, you know, pump up Murphy's ego. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You're the only one. You're the only one for me, baby. It's yeah. you and me. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, then he does say, so then he does give her the choice, too. He's like, do you want me to saddle you with all of this? Because you're then going to have to live with it. And you can't just, you know, again, necessarily go with your first instinct or whatever. You're going to have to play by the rules of this world if I let you into this world. And she does take a moment. She doesn't take very long, but she does kind of take a moment. And she's like, "Yeah, okay, hit me." Because <laughs> she's like, "I'm so fucking shit." Like, yes, I want to know what the fuck is going on. Well, like, he's like, he's very much. He's like, it doesn't mean you can just bring in the cops whenever you want, right? And that's really her hangup. She's like, "Fuck you, yes, I can." He's like, "No, no, yeah. you're really gonna have to see." Because like, it was one thing bringing the cops to the Nightmare Kravos fight because it was like we're still fighting a mortal man. But not everything is going to be cop appropriate. <laughs> well, exactly. And again, I get the feeling that they brought him into that one or whatever, yeah. right? Like they had these, you know, this cultist stuff. So they had like the youth that they were worried about. He was like murdering people. They were like, we need to bring this guy in. But hey, right? Whereas exactly, I'm like a lot of this other stuff is not going to be, like you say, a mortal on mortal kind of a thing. You know what I mean? It's going to be purely on this side of the fence. And yeah, you can't. And and, you know, like, they will either outright kill you, or they will find a way to ruin your life. If they can't just take you out, like, again, demons may be demons and monsters, but they all have, you know, fingers in the pot, and they will find a way to get you fired, or get you framed and sent to jail, or, you know what I mean? Like, this is not just, like, oh, you know about me, you well, know? I can definitely see why Murphy would want to know, because oh. this has been a really big point of contention with her, because she knows he's been lying about things to her about the magical world, and, and it holds back so much information from her. It's been on the big shit, right? Because like we say, the books don't really start with all this piddly ass, let me find your keys cases. It's when, right? So, I mean, since we've known Murphy, it has been the big stuff. And so far, it has all involved her you know, to a relatively close degree or whatever, you know what I mean? So it's, Well, and we said the first time, the first two books were very much, it's the cop's world and Harry's just helping them. Yeah. And it took until the third book to be like, okay, no, it's a supernatural world and the cop's helping him, right? Yeah. So this just helps further that shift of like, okay, we're in a supernatural world. Chicago's just also here. Yeah, exactly. I think that was a wise decision to make that shift. Fully. Oh, absolutely. Like, we could not have gone. I just was afraid it was one of those things that was going to be carried out a little bit long. I can't tell you before, you know, but I was like, okay, thank you. Yes, we did have a little bit of that. We had a couple of books. We've had a year or two by a summer. So, yes, we're about two years into it now. 
We but want the, them to be the, 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 the formula of like the cop hiring Dresden is, wouldn't. I don't think that would have sustained. W- yeah, early. I don't think that would would have led to many interesting outcomes. And even still, it's probably one of those things where it was never even what he wanted in the first place. It's just a new author. It's like, how do I, how do I have an investigation? Okay, there's gotta be co- You know, it's. I think it's more one of those things, like the first time you write an essay, you're like, alright, this is fine. And then you reread it again later and you're like, oh, well, maybe I should have edited this before I handed it in. Oh well, too late yeah. now, you know, it's like, you know, getting into the first world, trying to figure out how do you write an entire supernatural world with rules and all this other Mm -hmm. shit is pretty intimidating for a brand new author, right? And I mean, it does kind of fit in the sense that he made him a PI and stuff like that. So of course you are going to work with the cops and have, right, you're doing a cop-like job, so let's give you some cops to... You know, you help them, they help you, exactly. All those things that Dresden sort of can't do It was do a good immersion to both of them, but yeah. it's good that he broke away and went with the more supernatural yeah. side And, and in some ways, characters write their own stories. And, and they, they develop too. on their own. Yeah, that too, right? Just can't keep them to that formula. Dep- That's why, yeah. what dice you roll. People who don't like Murphy or whatever like that, and like, I don't know, they say that they don't, you know, it's not it's not from the first books, it's from everything, and I'm just like, well then, I just don't get you. Yeah. Because like, at least if it was just from the first few books, I could understand it, but even then, I like everything about Murphy, right? But yeah. it is good how finally it's like okay they're friends let's just yeah we trust each other let's go from this new world now. exactly there's no more you know half half the story and this side yeah, and that this side book really opens up her character yeah. a lot i love yeah. that yeah, yeah. it's cut well yeah kind of basically everyone is in his world now because like you say murphy now has the full scoop about you know the the lawful and the governing bodies of his world and why he could or could not tell her things right susan obviously yeah the red court you know like the right you know billy like all of the people in his michael but the right biggest thing being the white council she knows about now yeah no but i was saying that um now everybody in dresden world knows. dresden's world all knows about right oh, like okay. susan's a part of the supernatural like she sort right. of knew about it but susan billy michael are all a part of it uh, yeah but now murphy is too and yeah so right. that oh, way okay gotcha right so that way everybody's on so they all kind of understand yeah, it's, it's, but yes. it's not quite the same um you know tiptoeing around subjects that it <laughs> had to be <laughs> No. Before, you know, it's yeah. like it's, it's it is easier when everyone can just lay all their cards on the yeah. table. And no more big like, Latin needed. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, and then yes, as you say, this is those are all the things that he tells her about yeah. how he started a war <laughs> over <laughs> Susan, how there is red courts and black Listen. courts, how there's a white council. Yeah, and I love and again, right? I think we all you know cheered for this one too, right? And she's like, and most of all, I told her about the white council. Those spineless, arrogant, egomaniacal sons of bitches. Who do they think they are selling out their own people? And Justin's like, yes, 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 thank you, right? (laughs) And we are all like, vindication, yes, yes, they're assholes. Vindication, validation, the whole, yes, right, so. These two have probably circled this Walmart. 89 No, times. they're sitting at the cafe. You oh, said that's right. right. Canadian right, right, ones we would right, have to right, walk. Right, they actually right, had a place right, to go right, sit right, down. Right, yeah. Right, right. We would have yeah. circled this thing like I, 20 I, times. I look past that. Yes. <laughs> we would have been sitting on the this bench was, next to the restrooms going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this was a long fucking talk. Like, <laughs> like I've been staring at that gumball machine for hours. I really wish that other one would just like finally fall Drop, off where it's yeah. yeah. So Murphy offers, is it, first she offers some advice, and she tells Dresden to find out why Rule got murdered. Mm-hmm. But yes, he says that she has more experience with the homicide. She's like, well, duh. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah, so she's like, okay, so we're at the wall. And which is kind of funny, like, again, in case I'm like, I didn't get, but he was, she's, she's like, you need to find out why. And he's like, why what? And she's like, why he was murdered. And he's like, oh yeah. And I'm like, that's literally what you were just talking about. How did you not get that? Well, okay, so as someone who watches a lot of fucking yes, yes, yes. 
blah blah. I can't think of the actual word. Interrogations. Interrogations and things. <laughs> Cops don't have to prove mo- motive. motive. They do not have to prove motive in that, order to that's, prove a that's murder. That's a court thing. That's not a court Actually, thing. I guess you don't even. No have one to has prove to prove motive. motive. That's yeah. not any part of the justice system. So, yeah, whether it can they help, did it or not. Yeah. You know, a jury. Yeah, but it's yeah. not at any time yeah, 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 in any yeah, part yeah, of yeah, the process yeah. needed. So the fact that Murphy, the cop, is like, "Well, you need to know why." That's like the first place. It's like I can understand. Like, it does help to be like, well, who would have gained the most out of this? Like, oh, the person who's going to get all the life insurance, or oh, the person who's going to get the business, yeah. or, right? But at the same time, it's like, at no point do you ever actually need a motive in any part of the justice system. I guess. So it's weird that she's, like, being like, you need to know why, first of all. like I was going to say, yeah, I guess you don't need to prove it. I'm like, if you can link a killer to a body, then that's, yeah, why you, but I mean, again, yeah. I took it in this is, case, is it's like you don't have to figure out who it is. Yeah, you don't have yeah, yeah. the who, and exactly the same thing, right? It's like you come home and find someone on the floor, like, okay, well, yeah, does the husband have a reason to kill his wife, or does the milkman have a reason to kill, you know what I mean, exactly, yeah. like, that way. But yes, yeah, so, 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 point is, Murphy here enough. is like, you figure out the motive first, and that'll give you your leads, which is fire. Uh, Murphy tells him that she's investigated armed robberies and abductions in the past few days that were likely his ghoul attacker. Mm-hmm. And, and Murphy dis- uh, deduces that she's the tigress, a hired gun that's responsible for uh, numerous killings. Mm-hmm. And this is funny because, again, as I said, when Jess and I were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, um, like on the drive over here, and we were like, fuck Michael, like she doesn't trust anyone. This was the other thing. And I had to sort of go back because I was like, at the start of this chapter, he's like, okay, I got to go call Murphy. Calls Murphy, let's meet 20 minutes. And I'm like, and then she's like, well, after you talked, after you called me earlier tonight, she's like, I did some digging. So I found out about these, um, like, gas station robberies and people were abducted. And I talked to the FBI and now Interpol. And it could be this person from, I'm like, how the fuck did you do any of this? At, like you say, God knows what time of night. Like, you're at the 24-hour super center. So it's after 10, 11 o'clock, midnight. Is she talking you, about just the 20 minutes ago that she called him? This is what or I Or when she talked to him earlier? That was what... And I was like, there's no way. Because he didn't talk to anybody else. He went... But yes, it was before he went out to burglarize the apartment and go to the funeral. That was those mysterious phone calls that he... We were like, those aren't going to be important. Who knows who we talked to? You're right. I was like, oh, that's right. It was way... Because, you know, because we're like... You're like, he was at the apartment. And then he went to the funeral. And then... He got smacked around by Meryl, and then he went and talked to Maeve, and then he found, like, when did, he hasn't made any phone calls, but I was like, oh, yes, way, way, way back at the start of this, after he talked to Bob, he made, which obviously one of them was, like, to Billy, saying, get me a pizza and meet me at the funeral, and the other one must have been uh. to Murphy to ask her to start looking, right, but I had completely forgotten about that at the time, and I was like, there's no way she could get, like, a third, a quarter of this information since when he called her up. And I was like, okay, yeah, all that part, the attack in the park and everything like that, that all happened long before then and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. So yeah, it was just kind of funny because I was like, because as more goes on, right? She's like, can I talk to some friends at the FBI? And I'm like, oh, Harry and your secretive calls. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm like, okay, fine. You've had the day to work on this. <laughs> can I just say that Tigress is just a terrible name? Like, mm. That's awful. Yeah, I don't like it. I yeah, I'm not. It's, I guess it's supposed it's to just, sound kind of cool. and, and It doesn't. No. <laughs> For some Not reason, I think of like a Mucha Lucha sort of cheesy <laughs> character, the tigress. Uh. Natural Libra. I've got, you know, the tiger chick from Kung Fu Panda. I was going to say, that's probably you because <laughs> she was tigress. <laughs> it's just Angelina Jolie. Yes, that's uh, much cooler. Yeah, I don't love it. 
And this is kind of a little, like, again, we haven't encountered a lot of ghouls or things along, but she's like, mm, any chance, like, the people she grabbed are alive? And he's like, no, she probably ate them. It's like, ew. Like, they can go through, like, 40 or 50 pounds of meat a day. That's a lot. That's a freaking lot. I'm like, how many cheeseburgers is that? Way a too lot. many. Way too, right? You think of, like, a quarter pounder or something. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm one of those people that generally eats... About, like, one main meal a day. Sometimes if other people are feeding me, I may have. But so it's like 200 quarter pounders? <laughs> is my math right? Math? Know. Is my math right? Math? <laughs> 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 it was so funny because I was just watching, like, a one-shot in Critical Role 2. And uh, the guy, they had to figure out, like, the combination for a padlock. And they're like, what? There's, I was promised there would be no math. Why do we have to? <laughs> and they're all trying to figure out what the numbers are important. Of, um, I that's a lot of meat. Yeah, right? It's like a small child every day. Do they get the meat sweats? And, uh, I guess maybe not if that's your normal intake. Because, you know, we only get it if you, like, double and triple up on your... Right? Maybe mythos, like they're, they're, the meat sweats is part of the mythos of me. Cool. That's why they're so though, ugly yeah, looking. Hideous and constantly having the meat sweats. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. it's just mm, not, not, not a nice, it's just, uh, <laughs> we don't like this person, this, this figure, this entity. So yeah, so then they're like, okay, so maybe he would have hired it. And she's like, well, my money's on the vampires. They stand them all like they want to get rid of you the most right now. And he's like, okay, fair. But it seems kind of dumb. Like they just Pearl Harbored you know, the Archangel compound and killed, which is why, you know, Ebenezer got on the council because they took out Petrovic and all of his his compound and everything like that. And he's like, it seems kind of like a dumb, like, why would they do that and then try and take, you know what I mean? Like, they got everybody really pissed off. Like, the whole White Council is going to come after them for this. So, um, yeah, but no. And then uh, and then she's like, okay, but if you, you know, win, win um, the passageway, if you... If you figure this thing out for Mab and grant them access to the Never Never, then they're going to, right, because right now, exactly, the vampires are counting on them having an easier time getting around than you guys are. So this is really going to offset that and put the wizards back in as an advantage, right? And he's like, true, but that hadn't happened yet, so it couldn't have been for that reason. And, you know, so they're still trying to figure out you know what that is so she's like i'll keep looking into it um yeah, it's a case know. related but yeah she didn't have the case yet but it doesn't yeah right they can't find a connection to that and it's kind of cute too. she's like oh i wish i could put you like a sketch you know obviously you say they interpol and everybody's been trying to you know they're like they know about this person but obviously nobody knows who she is enough to track her down and he's like mm, yeah he's like i really didn't pay that much attention to her at first and she was in disguise anyways and by the time i was <laughs> just like, me out of a japanese horror movie in old age makeup on a on a fake face made up magical face thing right it's it's, it's like old makeup on a fake young person that's not really a person but it's really hiding the ghoul underneath anyways it's like yeah layers upon layers upon layers yeah not no nothing for you there murph this multifaceted ghoul yeah (laughs) so yeah so she's like all right i'll see if i can come up with anything else interesting on that but yeah we have no idea if this is related so moving on so then she starts questioning him about the players, you know, like his suspect list. So she's like, Maeve or whatever. And she's like, how sure are you? And he's like, mm, pretty certain. He's like, and she's like, but not completely. And he's like, well, see you again. This is where he's like, no, fairies are tricky like that. I'm like, then stop fucking believing them, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like, again, I just get the sense that she's like chaotic and impulsive and couldn't have pulled this off neatly, right? So she's like, okay, fair. Um, and then she's like, what about Mab? 
And he's like, yeah, I, I don't get the feeling either, but I don't know why. And, and I like like this. Murphy's like, I do. <laughs> like, she wouldn't have gotten somebody so competent. You know, and like, again, right, for all his naysayers, right, like, again, the council, like, Morgan, like, why the fuck would they ask you? Like, right, but again, Murphy is somebody who's worked with him and is a friend and knows him. Knows respects, how tenacious he can be. Respects his abilities, right? She's mm-hmm. like, no, you are a good investigator. You know, so she's like, yeah, Mab has half a brain about her, which presumably running a supernatural nation she does you know especially vicious ones like this like you don't get to stay in power you're dumb so you know she's like yeah she's like it would have been exactly how tenacious and you know it's like it's like you don't know the meaning of the word give up dolt or idiot or whatever she calls him you know dolt yeah but it's like um so it's kind of of like oh yeah okay cool thanks (laughs) marva you know but again does you know again gives us an easy way to to rule about right because like of course Harry figure it out so yeah and it it boosts Dresden's self-esteem too exactly you know (laughs) right but yeah exactly I'm like it really does make a fair point because you're right map could have you know I mean again she looked at all this manipulation in the grand scheme of things but on the whole you know exactly map could have got anybody so yeah why why get the best if you're trying to cover something Mm -hmm. up yeah Murphy then asks about the summer lady in the winter night Um, Aurora's being kind of Nicer than she's any too kind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or that was just kinder than any fairy I've ever met. <laughs> and the night, the, the winter night is being too quick to action to to have pulled it off. Just too too irrational. Yeah. And again, it gives you a nice little sum up of his characterization too. He's like he's a violent, vicious heroin addict. He's like I can see him doing it, but again, I just don't know if he had the savvy to like pull off stealing the magic and hiding it away and stuff like that. You know, it was like oh yeah, he he'd do it in a heartbeat. That's not a question, but. You know, it's like the other parts of it. And of course, dummies that Harry is and we are. He was instantly, you know, hey, Maeve, did you kill Ronald? Hey, Slate, did you kill Ronald? <laughs> Forgot to ask Aurora when he finally yeah, figured right. Aurora. Oh, yeah, I guess he did do right? that. After all that, he was like, la, 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 la. Yeah, I you guess. Just too busy nice. I can't thinking about Elaine, you know? Well, uh, yeah, that's it, right? He had kind of other things. She did kind of sneak in on him there. It wasn't the interview he planned to have mm-hmm. that he was going to set up and go in. It was... Right, and incidental, so, yeah. Plus, I mean, I do get it, like, yes, they're on his list, but again... Why would they kill their own guy? Yeah, right now, he has nothing to give him any sort of inkling or reason as to why someone in, you know, yes, they could have, but why would they? Which is extra funny when it gets followed up here that he's like, well, then I still don't really have any leads. I guess I'm going to have to go talk to my godmother. Marcel, like, you have a godmother? I'm like, that didn't come up at all. <laughs> Seriously? You're explaining Seriously? Justin and all that, and she didn't come up at all? <laughs> oh, I guess I'm pretty, yes, in this part of the conversation. I was like, well, it wouldn't have been before, but yes, just right now just with actually, everything else. You have else. a godmother? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have a fairy godmother, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who knows? Maybe he did say something about his godmother, just neglected to mention that part of it. I don't But yes. I don't know. Because he's that like, part of it is pretty much the it whole reason she's involved <laughs> well, in the job. We wouldn't have had this great line otherwise. So it's like, Harry knows how to sell, right? He's like, he knows how to set it up. He was just waiting for this. Because, yeah, because he's like, I'm going to have to get some kind of guide to take me there, right? So which gives her the obvious conclusion when he says, my God. It's like, wait, you have a fairy godmother? He's like, yeah, don't ask. It's not what he is. (laughs) Not all is made out to be Cinderella lied. I like this moment, too, though, when things get scary and the mist comes rolling in and people start slumping over and Harry, or uh, Murphy is just like, Harry, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and I do like, it is, we look a little bit like we talked before, I mean, Murphy is bad, like, she doesn't just come across as badass, Murphy is badass, yeah. like, she walks the walk, she doesn't just talk the talk, but again, seeing her vulnerability in this book, and how shake, and well, by the way, both of them trust each other, and trust each other, I would also like to go back to that, so we were, like, way back when he goes to see her, and she's taking the pills and the booze, because she can't sleep at night, and blah, 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 and it sort of didn't click with me at the time, when we did 
discuss that chapter story, but I was like, well, hang on, wait a minute. Because I think part of it is, too, we were discussing it last one where where we're talking about Harry having his bad dreams or getting eaten by Susan in his dream. And we're like, why does Harry dream anymore? He should just, like, knock himself out every night and forget. And I'm like, why didn't he do that for Murphy? Like, he maybe she didn't tell him about it beforehand. But when he shows up that day and is all worried about, you know, he's like, mm, you seem awful suicidal taking pills and booze and stuff like that. And she's like, no, 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 I just, I'm like, why did you not be like, I'm going to whip you up a sleeping pill. You know that, that coma mm-hmm. I put you in, that dreamless sleep right after? I'm going to get you some more of that until, you know, or at least just some like, I don't know. I, I kind of assuming that, you know, your magical would be better possibly than your mixing booze and drugs I don't really know what kind of effect that has on you long term but you know a little sleeping draft just so she doesn't have to take like the Vicodin and the gin together she can just you know at least get to sleep even if you're not when he has time to put his powers towards that he can do it but right now he needs some other shit but you know he wasn't quite this far in the shit quite yet he didn't know the whole scope of it when he went to talk to her right away so I was like you would you should have at least mentioned it be like I can't do this right now but I should totally like bad friend Harry bad friend yeah go get Murphy some mystical sleeping aids <laughs> yeah I do like though that he just starts grabbing the salt shakers off the tables though he's like yeah. all right yeah come it's with on. me yeah so she's like oh shit what and he, I like it. he's like my heart just buzzing the lights go out and Harry's like oh shit yep and then it's like the the generator lights come on but he's still like mm, yeah no but yeah he's like I just yeah, start grabbing salt I'm like trouble it, let's go it's just like very supernatural the TV show to me though he's like alright grab the salt yeah. shakers I'm like alright I thought of that, that too was, was yes like, they did all of everything was fucking grab the salt every single episode I just was waiting for him to whip out a shotgun I was gonna say salt shotgun and salt let's go <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us to do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at www.patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 19 Harry and Murphy find themselves under attack and start dividing Walmart into useful potion and spell opportunities. They run into Mr. Untouchable, and things get worse. The best part about Harry and Murphy being both in the know now, or I guess just Murphy being in the know now, is that they can have fun super back and forth about, like, there's such thing as illegal magic. Who the fuck enforces that? And yeah. we have those fun conversations. <laughs> so yes, Harry's like, I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's a mind fog, but they're illegal, so I don't know. She's yeah, he's like, like, I don't know anything about them because they're illegal. <laughs> sort of made me think of Men in Black and the Neuralizer. Yeah. <laughs> but the magical form. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Except it's, like, oh, it's illegal. Who says it's illegal? It says the laws of magic. You didn't say anything about the laws of magic. There's a lot to go through, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know We'll what? get there. We'll get there. If we yeah. get through this, we'll come back. I promise. <laughs> So he's kind of like, it's okay, because they're looking right, and like, you know, people are kind of like, what the fuck, like, why is this fog suddenly coming into the store kind of a thing, and then you notice as soon as it touches someone, that yeah, they kind of slump over. They get the dumbs. They get the dumbs, right, and she's like, and he's like, "Eh, it's probably okay, like, I think they'll be fine once 
you know, the fog clears that, you know, they it's not really doing anything to them. It's just like you say, just making them go off to la la land and be useless. So he's like, I'm sure they'll be fine once, you know, and once we're gone, you know, like there's no reason to hurt them. So, you know, <laughs> he's like, I can't be worried about all these people like wandering around. I'm just going to have to assume they all going to be fine, Murphy. Let's just go. <laughs> Pretty presumptuous that they're here for you and not for like the men in black in the bathroom. <laughs> the, the, the brain jars. The mole people. The, the, yeah. the <laughs> people from Clatu Nebula exactly right. The, the pair figure that might be an ambush in back. Murphy's fortunately carrying her Colt 911. Yeah. Old reliable. Old reliable. Said. He's like, you got a gun? She's like, duh. <laughs> yeah. Revolver would be even better. Why don't I just throw rocks and sharp sticks while I'm at it, Tex? I know. <laughs> Auto bigot. <laughs> like that. Like the little back and forth. And I have cute. to say, I have obviously re-listened to this part a lot in the last... Because, again, we, we never know exactly sometimes how many episodes we're going to get through in a day, right? So we prep, you know, like half a dozen chapters, and right? So sometimes it's like I'll go over the same few chapters for a couple of weeks in a row because we wouldn't have gotten that far. And then, again, a lot of times, like I say, I'll, I'll put it on, like, going to sleep or whatever, you know, that little osmosis, just let it, you know? But it's like, I swear, this, like, literally got into my dreams last night because I... I can't really, but just remember this scene of like talking to like this whole thing of her playing out with the why don't I just throw like uh, sticks and sharp rocks texts and and like it was like oh my god it was so weird because I sort of had it going in the car on the drive over I was like oh wait I have very different visuals for this <laughs> I was like and like people playing the part it was just, it was really kind of funny I'm like hey I've been listening to these chapters a little too much now <laughs> but yes it's it's very cute the auto bigot and the, like well, yeah, why don't I just fucking throw sticks at them okay like. <laughs> is this not, you know? We <laughs> Harry tries the employee area only as an exit, but finds again more mist blogging the way. Yeah, right. So it looks like there's no escaping the mist. They can only defend against it. Yeah. And so. it's and this is the other thing is that it's kind of sweet too. I don't know if it's here in a minute or something like that, but you know, they do pass a couple of people. And, like, there's this one, like, old man kind of just here and dressing. It's like, you just, why don't you just sit down before you fall down, sir? I'm just going to... I don't really have time to deal with all you were worried about you, but uh, <laughs> just just have a seat here. Okay, let's go. But, yeah, it's literally coming in from, like, everywhere. As they're in the aisles, that's coming, you know, so it's no longer just coming from the front and using through the store. It's a, yeah, it's coming in from the front. It's in from the back. It's in from the right. So, yeah, it really limits where they can go and what they can do. They can't just sort of run in one direction and stay ahead of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so he decides that... Uh, They're going to run down the parts aisle and... Harry quickly uh, uses a protection circle using the stolen salt shakers. Yeah, he's like, now would be time for some uh, magic-y stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they run down, decide they're going to do their little protection circle thingy. And it's cute because Murphy is starting to get nervous. Again, this is where some of it, like, she knows, but because of her very, very recent, very, very traumatic... Right, he's like, hey, I'm just going to make a circle. And she's all like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, are you paying attention? Like, you need to, like, focus here because if you step in out on this circle, we're kind of fucked. Make sure you stay in here. Like, you're paying attention to what I'm doing, right? And she's kind of like, oh, wow. She's like, is this like a force field? And he's like, eh, kind of, you know. But again, as we've learned before, he's like, only against magic. He's like, it's useless if somebody comes in with a gun, you know, and, like, they can totally shoot straight through us, right? So she's just like, oh, great, okay. <laughs> So yeah, so then she's all like, well, what are we going to do here? So he's like, I can kind of look after myself. I think I got that covered. But he's like, I'm going to have to make a little charm for you. And uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to need some hair or whatever, right? And it's kind of cute. She kind of like gives him a look, but then she just like yanks out some hair and gives it to him anyways. Justin starts another charm during which he consoles a terrified Murphy, but also threatens to make fun of her every day, which seems to calm her down. 
Yeah. Yeah, this very cute moment there. Very, very cute. The badger that keeps. But what I liked is Dresden finishes this memory charm protection by twisting hair around his and her around her left finger so she won't forget. He, he does say left side the left side is the side that takes in energy. Yeah. And this is actually very sort of neo-pagan. Like this is taken really from from Wiccan sort of. Say, yeah, I think a lot of because the left side is supposed to bring in bring in energy, and the right side sends energy out. It's, it's yeah. based on like the dominant hand being the right hand. But I liked that how Butcher had take has sort of taken sort of these established rules for yeah. for Wiccan stuff, and for, he's done this in the past too. Uh-huh. Like and he draws he, it in again, like all magic like pulls yeah. from all kinds of little. And yes, he has specifically talked about the side that draws in and the side that directs out and stuff like that. And but yeah, again, right, melding all these worlds and and or all these bits and pieces from all the different worlds. It and makes it a little believable, more believable in yeah. some ways to well, me. Well, it like, is, right? Because it's using an established mm-hmm. world. Yeah, ex- and that's, again, I think what we like is, like you say, you know, there are all these things in our world, right? And so, again, just like you say, just that. I mean, even tying a string around your finger so you don't forget. That was that's the part that, like. yeah, that part I love so much that she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, it works on your mind and waking up. So he's like, I'm just going to tie a string around your finger so you don't forget. And I'm like, oh, that's, and especially because it's such an old thing. Like we, again, most of us <clears throat> even the millennials apparently jessica is familiar with this concept of tying a string so you know but i'm like it's not something anybody ever does anymore right it's obviously not a thing we actually the discord was surprised i even knew what a landline was they, <laughs> well, i know well can you blame them they're like how many things have we brought up that you're like um, you know in my mid-20s guys i was alive before the 21st century happened <laughs> I know, but just, but I mean, it's, it's seriously, I can't remember what it was the one day where we came up with something that you, I swear, had like never heard of. You're like, that's not really a thing. And we're like, yes. And then, yeah, exactly. Then you're like, well, I totally owned a VCR and had to, re-, you know, and it's like, it's still so hard to tell sometimes <laughs> how much is like you and your era, how much is stuff that was a part of my life and therefore I made part of your life, you know, like it is, it's funny sometimes what you do and don't know. But anyways, yes, but exactly, just all these, I mean, even things like paper boys, you know, like paper boys don't really exist anymore. Like as somebody who I guess not. They don't, as somebody who's done that job in the last, you know, decade or two or something like that, I did pick up a side. And I'm like, it's really difficult to be a kid on a bike. Like even, I remember one of my older brothers as a teenager, his very first job was a paper route. And I remember him like laughing and talking about like, how much money he was going to be rolling because of course by that point he he walked around and delivered the papers and he walked around and collected the cash for them and him coming home to like me and my sister with like handfuls of cash and being like ha, 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 right but as an adult in my 20s or 30s or whatever i lasted a paper route it's so much because not as many people right it's not just like your neighborhood you're doing like six neighborhoods and there's like three on this block and two on that block and one so you had to have a car because you would do two or three houses in a row or maybe like even half a dozen and then you would drive over a couple of blocks and do right so i was like it's really and nothing is like you don't go door to door and collect from anybody anymore it was either you know people had checks or they would write in or they would like email it in and it used to be you basically bought the newspaper so you collected all the money and then paid the newspaper back for how many papers you sold and kept the rest. Now it's like everybody pays the newspaper, so now the newspaper is actually paying you out. Like it's a, yeah, it's really funny. But I was like, but it's still an iconic thing where you see like in the movies, you know, you still see a kid riding his bike down the string and, and flinging a newspaper. When at least the reality in my world is that's not a thing anymore. It really does not happen. <laughs> so Murphy is is like I've never really seen you do you know do it. <laughs> I've never seen you do it before. <laughs> 
cute moment. I won't hurt you. I know what I'm doing. But I was also a little bit surprised that she hasn't seen him actually work magic at all before. Because they worked yeah. together yeah. quite a bit. And it, with, the, with the... A loop guru. The crav- yeah, oh, the Kravos. Or, yeah, the, I guess... Wouldn't he have done something in front of her with the... I think it's almost different between seeing, like, the different components that go into it versus him just throwing his arm out and things going boom. Yeah. Uh, I it's almost t- like, you know, the difference between, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, watching... I think for me a little bit I take it like she was there but again she was busy doing her other like at Kravos she was busy running around rounding up victims and arresting abettors or whatever the word I'm looking for is right and like with the loop guru you know like yeah she saw him like swinging his medallion around and like going, you know but she was busy facing this thing and like concentrating on like um, going up against it and her part of it right so I'm like I wonder if it's more just that like she's been around him doing but it's more the peripheral she hasn't just been able to sit and and watch as he does something, you know, is maybe more what it was was about. And yeah, like say watching him just kind of pull this together on the fly, right? Because I mean, like, this was not something prepared for, you know. But he's just like, oh, we're gonna do this and this, and I need a piece of your hair, and I need this, and okay, let's go. So Dresden embraces his pentacle in his left hand, and they break the circle after the, the memory charm was all complete. Mm-hmm. And they make their way through the garden center. So fortunately, all of the charms. They work. They work. I am. That's the other thing, right? She's like, okay, we should be good to go. She's like, wait, you should? Like, you don't know? And he's like, well, I mean, you know, in theory. And she's like, yeah, that's what I love working about. That's what I love about working with you, Dresden. She's like, the certainty. (laughs) But she's all like, okay, I'm willing to trust you. I'm willing to put my faith in you. Like, you're going to. He's like, yeah, we probably maybe might be okay. She's like, what? (laughs) Like, how do we know? Well... (laughs) Well, and then when they step out, if we don't die, it, it works. <laughs> and when they step out of it, and he's like, it feels greasy, it feels cold. For a second there, it almost gets him before it like peters yeah. out through the spell. And he turns to Murphy, and he's like, "How are you doing?" She's like, "I'm fine." He's like, "I'm fucking awesome." Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I, "It doesn't feel like anything." But I like I it rock. too because she's like, because when he first puts it up and whatever doesn't, she's like, "Well, maybe we should just still." Because you know, that's it. The mist catches up with them, and when she sees it, like all stop around the thing and stuff, and he's like, "Hey, well, now we have to miss, maybe go out there and see." And she's like, "Well, maybe we should just stay here." He's like, <laughs> "You're kidding, right?" And she's like, "Oh, uh-huh, fine." Because it was like, "Yes, fine. You're protected, like you say in this moment." But yeah, it's almost always followed up by somebody coming along with a big gun or a big knife or a big bat, and you know, it's like we can't just sit here. She's like, ugh. But yes, I do, again, that whole moment where she he does sort of take the piss out of her a little bit and sort of brings her, right? She says she sort of gets that, like, relief and that, you know, that annoyance. It's like, you know, I'm holding a gun, right? <laughs> but I just, Which, the visuals, he's like, I'm going to tie frilly aprons to your cards. Shake a baby. <laughs> you know I'm holding a gun, right? Because yeah. as soon as they start going, he's like, she had the gun, she goes first. I'm like, you're another foot and a half above her. <laughs> like, great, now they can get both of you at once. <laughs> <laughs> There is that, you're right. But he does say, I think, here in another process is that, in all fairness, Murphy's the better. Like, he has a gun, but... Of course she's the better shot, but... He's nowhere near the trains marksman that she is as a cop and or whatever. But I know it is. Yeah, you're right. It's funny that... Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, let's put the little person out in front so you're both easy targets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they're making their way until Harry's uh, suddenly feels like something's wrong. Spider senses are tingling! Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And see, again, this is that fine line between having to tell you everybody that's around and just making them background characters. Because he's like, oh, we passed a little man. We passed a couple people. And we passed another lady. Wait a minute. That last lady looked familiar. <laughs> Something tweaked. What do you look like? An old lady makeup, ma'am? <laughs> Wait. There was a touch extra detail added 
there. She had a dirty smock and a pair of shears. That must mean something. <laughs> yes, the dazed employee turns out to be the tigress. Not so dazed at all. Attacking Dresden with pruners. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Big fucking shears. Yeah. I guess the advantage for Tigress being wholly unremarkable and average looking in every sense. So that Murphy <laughs> shoots the Tigress as the Tigress tries to kill Harry with some shears. Yeah, this is this is a kind of a nice... So yeah, so he just suddenly realized... So it's kind of... I get it, but I sort of don't because as he passes, it sort of tweaks, like you say, spidey sense. And he shoves Murph out of the way and kind of goes lunging past her, which I'm like, I guess. I don't know why he didn't move to the side or stop him, but whatever. This is his choice. So she's, yeah, swinging the shears at him. So she ends up hitting him in the back, but he's got his duster and stuff. Um, but while he's down, now she's coming to, like, stab the fuck out of him with these things. And he's like... You know, again, this is this is the roll, the the dice roll here because he's he's you know again because he didn't make a charm for himself, which I sort of get, but also I'm like, wouldn't that have been easier then? It's like a concentration spell. Why didn't you just do a charm for yourself? Because Murphy doesn't have to do shit about hers; it's just working. But he has to, right? Like just by concentrating and putting that distraction out, he's filtering out that spell ongoing. Plus, then he's like, I didn't quite, you know, so between being suddenly, like, attacked and trying to keep the spell up for not getting this, I'm like, I couldn't quite have my my shield spell up in time, right? And I'm like, it just seems easier, Harry. Like, why would you have, like, ten concentration spells up at once? But yeah, so he couldn't, he couldn't manage to save himself, so Murphy comes in. So while she's all, while the tigress is busy trying to do her attack on him, Murphy comes in and does her super cool Aikido ninja warrior cop training <laughs> and like disables like, like her gun arm or whatever. I like that like, she tries to put her under arrest. You're under arrest. I know. It's like all this is going on. You're like, Murphy, you're so badass. Then you get to this moment and you're like, really? <laughs> still looks human though at this point, at least, you know? Well, I suppose, I guess Murphy. Tiger you're... still looked like a, a shop assistant that just suddenly attacked him with prunes. This yeah, is, I guess. This yeah, is yeah. fair. She did. Okay. Yeah, I guess she didn't really start changing until Murphy. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, did we not learn our lesson with the loop guru? Did we not learn our lesson with Kravos? You cannot fucking put supernatural shit in jail. Yeah, you, but you're you've got right. a really good point. Yes. Yeah. Still a human. Right? As she okay. doesn't know that. I was, I was having a hindsight is 2020 moment. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, is that once she tries to arrest her, she goes ghoul, and that's when Murphy freezes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. briefly, though. <laughs> Yeah, because the ghoul is a dumbass thing. Wants to do an evil villain speech. (laughs) Has never watched a movie or read a book. Although it's a ghoul, so, you know, probably never have read a book in their life. But, yeah. Watch yeah. one movie. Yeah. Taste you never this, give a bitch. <laughs> Every time you try to insult them to make it worse, that's always yep. you just light the fire under them. <laughs> I don't know what bullets are made out of, but I can't imagine it'd be very tasty. Lead? Silver? No, not They silver. used to be lead. I don't think they are. Yeah, only in special occasions. Yeah. I don't know that they're still made of lead. Copper? Bronze? I don't know what I, is a good always, alloy for I a don't bullet. know, because you always hear about, like, copper jacketed, but then I don't know if it's still just a bunch of crap lead wedged inside. in there. I do not know enough about bullets. I Sorry. I don't know either. I don't know. Maybe she's still toting around the silver ones, you know? She only had those tiny pair of earrings. I still think <laughs> that she didn't have enough for the loop guru, let alone leftovers, okay? <laughs> Not buying it. But she's had a lot of time to melt down a lot of other family heirlooms, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Justin, you know what? A, a silver bullet will the kill a regular family, person. The last family a- reunion, she, like, pickpocketed <laughs> everyone. <laughs> so, Mom, you know Grandma's silverware? Can I just get it now? Although, actually, Murphy, it's, now that we mention it, because we just established at the start of this book that Murphy lives in her grandma's old home. It hasn't changed much. I'm like, she had a you lot probably there. had the whole damn silverware set, Murphy, unless she got the house and that got given to someone else. 
<laughs> I'm just like, um, yeah. So, um, so yes, she's and Harry's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, and then she's like, ha ha, ooh a cop, are you gonna arrest me? Murphy's like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> That's the way you want to play this one. <laughs> yeah, lovely moment. And just like unloads a clip in her. It just vaguely reminds me of that the, the aliens moment where she's put her down, bitch. I'm not like, familiar enough with other than. I'm sorry, I still haven't seen those movies. Let her go, you bitch. Right. Taste this, bitch. Right, yeah. Yeah. So she empties her entire clip into the pool. And And not only that, but she, like, takes out another one. She gets, yeah. And I'm like, this is what I like. Like, Murphy's like, well, I'll arrest them if and when I can, and I'll make them. But she also understands when you've gone next level and stuff like that, too, right? She's like, yeah, I'm not just going to, like, shoot her in the kneecap and be like, stay. I know. I got to, like, put her down and keep her down, kind Mm -hmm. of, right? Murphy's seen enough now with the loop gurus and the this and that, that exactly, right? No double tap's going to work at this time. Just keep Mm -hmm. going. Yeah, and I, I, I don't remember where it came from. I don't know if it's something Murphy says at some point in this book or some other show or something. But I remember, because you always know, talk about that in the movies. We're like, oh, like, just shoot him in the knee so they can't do it. You know, and somebody making this reference, and like, well, I think it is Murphy. She's like, when a cop aims, they shoot to kill kind of. You know, like, we don't generally aim to take out an elbow or some bullshit like that. She's like, if a cop fires their weapon, right? So it's kind of that too, right? That like, I say, I don't know. I don't know where I got that from, but I was like. Yeah, I don't like, recognize that from the books. No. Maybe it's not somewhere. I was thinking one of the later ones, but I just feel like somewhere that has come up and has been a thing, right? Um, but it makes sense, yeah, and maybe it's like a real life thing and not something, but, um, so yeah, so anyway, so basically, like, exactly, right, like, she's not fooling around, she's not just trying to, like, like, uh, detain or deter or, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's like once she opens fire, she goes, and, like, Jasmine's like, it's not like in the movie, she doesn't get pushed back, it's like, just, shit just, like, rips through her, mm-hmm. she just gets shredded by these bullets, and it's gross, she just seems just like, the little, little like, dew drops of blood on the ferns, <laughs> like, gross, yeah. And then, you know, now that she's all been torn apart and is about to die, she's like, wait, oh, I give up, I'm please. Sorry. Shut let's, up. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about... <laughs> I, I wasn't really going to eat you. <laughs> let's talk about my history with Interpol across the whole world. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I like that Murphy then goes to take Lotus' second clip and starts tearing yeah. it on her, right? It's like, like yeah, she's not, she's learned like, lesson. I'm not falling for this if bitch. If you can I'm still gonna... beg and plead, you can still kill me, so. Yeah, right? Like, we're not. Which is even, like I say, like, when Harry starts going through the shit with Aurora and stuff in the last chapter, and she when he finally realizes, and she's been stringing it along, and he's all this, and she's like, well, I kind of want to know. So he's like, fine, talk. I'm like, you've just been sitting here, like, you're tired, you're exhausted, you want to get on with shit, you're tired of hearing them talk. And yet you will still be like, okay, Maeve, sure, let's hear your, your bargain. Yeah. What do you want? Okay, Aurora, let's hear what. I'm like, I get we need it for the plot. But yeah, Murphy's like, nah, I don't need to hear a word. You need a damn word you have to say. <laughs> I don't know if I brought it up before during the podcast or if it was just in the Discord, but I was telling them all that I wanted to watch Due South, which is about oh, a Canadian best. cop going to Chicago to, you know, be a cop. <laughs> He's basically chasing down his father's murderer, but obviously every episode is a wacky adventure. Yeah. But there's my favorite episode is when they get locked into a bank vault vault and the robbers keep trying to uh, the robbers are trying to rob the bank vault but the two main the, the chicago cop and the canadian cop lock themselves in the vault first so then the ro- robbers are like let us in let us in here like <laughs> let us in so we can get the money and then we'll leave all these hostages and go or whatever yeah, like that right it'll be fine right and so the chicago cop keeps trying to answer the phone to make a bargain with him the canadian cop keeps hanging up and he's like fuck they're gonna kill all those hostages out there if you don't let us make the bargain and the canadian cop keeps going no if they can't make the bargain they can't do shit they can't offer us anything or threaten us anything yeah as long as we don't make contact with them they can't make any demands yeah so i like 
like how it's like, yeah, like so it Mur- does like, it does them no good to start killing people yeah. if they can't. Murphy's you know, not ask for Murphy's not talking to anyone. Yeah, She's like I'm gonna keep shooting. I don't need to listen to your bargain and let you convince me of anything. I do not negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, as she gears up to continue, all of a sudden, Justin starts paying attention again and not just watching the the awesome chick fight and Murphy kick ass. Um, but he's like, ooh, on your right, and before she gets to do any more damage, she's gotta spin out of the way of more incoming. And fucking little ghoul fucking slithers out of there. But yes, all of a sudden she's got a hoe coming down at her head and, like, smashing on the concrete floor of the, the garden center. That's the word I'm looking for. I was about to be like, patio. I'm like, is that a patio of the garden center? Um, and look and who returned! Mr. Grum. He's back. Mr. Untouchable. So she's got to go all in defensive runaway mode because he just kind of keeps taking swings at her. He, like, tries to take her head off with a shovel. And and so she's, like, roll. Yeah, she's, like, running away. I like this. He picks up, like, a 20-gallon ceramic pot and throws it like a snowball. That's aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she finds a nice stack of... Which you got to say, you know, thank you, Walmart, for leaving all your pallets and shit piled up and around to the side because Murphy would have had a lot less cover if it wasn't for those. Luckily, though, Harry manages to get his mind back enough to grab a bunch of uh, marbles and <laughs> dump them all over the floor. So they Maybe I can crush. Yeah, I know. Aww. He's like, oh, great. There's all these, you know. I was like, let me just trip. You know, the harder, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. That's a lovely little cliche moment. That is not a cliche moment. No. Like that. Trip let's just, let's even... just go back two pages. The bullets didn't drive her back. That's for comic books and TV. These marbles, however. <laughs> <laughs> right surely this will work <laughs> uh, so yeah so he's like well fuck so now he's just gotta run so he's like running deeper into the garden center being chased and he's like, getting here murphy again and he's trying to like keep count of her rounds and run away and keep his spells up and, and somebody's now shooting at the entrance or the exit with the rifle now he hears rifle which again it brings an interesting point because with our garden centers, they are fully enclosed. You cannot exit out through the garden centers because you still have to funnel your way back and go up the main tills. That's no. not not that true at all. No, they have separate entrances. Some of them do. They've got. Do they? Yeah. They're all the the garden center inside the store. Okay, so where yeah. we live. Okay, so where we live, it can get to negative forty. And so there is an indoor garden center. Yes. And that can be closed off for like the eight months of the year that there is no outside world. But during the They're four the or so months that we have spring and summer, those doors open up into a fenced-off area, and that fenced-off area is easily broken through yeah, to they, the outside world. They have they, they, broken they'll through, set up, but no, they'll okay. set up tills there too. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't think you could yeah, actually. Like trees and flowers. It's, it's all. I understand. I am aware of, and you say that backwards because the indoor center is open all the time, and the added on outdoor part of the garden center is what's closed in the winter. That's what I'm saying. The but indoor part is open eight months of the year. And for mm-hmm. like the four months we have to do other stuff, there's an outdoor portion. Yeah, you said that back because you said it was closed. But anyways, mm-hmm. regardless. Play back the tape. But okay, maybe some of them, not all of them, because I have been in some where you are still enclosed and you cannot... So they might still have like okay. a till at the entrance to it or whatever, so you don't have to go through the main... You can go and buy your one packet of seeds and leave, but it does not have... An exit to okay. the outside world through there. The majority that I've been in are easily exitable to the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. I take it all back. An American They had a way out here. Must be. Okay. <laughs> it's got to be a fact. So, yeah. So, yeah. He hears rifle fire coming back. And 
And uh, she's like, hey, there's somebody else with a gun. And he's like, mm, I got a busy here. And, <laughs> you know? and she's like, well, what is that? And he's like, fairy again. He's like, no need to be diplomatic. He's already trying to kill me. He's a big, dumb, ugly fairy. <laughs> I was like, well, fair. Take your shots where you can get him, I guess. Like you say, how much worse is it going to get? <laughs> Just poke the bear. He's, well, he's got a fair point. Like, he's really trying to kill me, so really. And don't <laughs> teach Murphy respect in the face of these things. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is where, I mean, in all fairness, that's a lot of where. I mean, it does get him into trouble, but it also, like, gives him small advantages because it does throw them off. Like, why are you not bowing and groveling and being scared? And they're like, oh, yeah, wait, no, I need to. <laughs> it doesn't so- always buy him a lot of time, but it gives him a second. <laughs> I can't remember. It was, like, either a book series or a TV series or something where, like, yeah, like, the main character was often counting counting the rounds or whatever like that. It's just they always knew like, oh, you're only going to have six bullets you're only going to have ten. You're only... And I just, I can never remember now what it was. But every time he does like something like this, I'm like, fuck, who is that character? Was it, was that? Like, it was like, I don't know, like their character trait. Like they just knew guns so well that they were always just like, you've only got three shots left. So they just like, as soon as they knew the other guy was out, they just start walking down the middle of the hallway again. They'd be like, I know you're out, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't so. think of what it is though. So if anyone else out there Potentially remembers. not something that we have. Well, there's a, there's a very typical like people who actually do have Guns would know, right? They they do yeah. keep track of the gun. They don't mm-hmm. actually dry click their dry dry yeah. shoot their guns. Yeah. Yes, so. but I think <laughs> I think it's more just in the face of all that that you can keep track of like what the other guy is. Yeah. That's more. I mean, yeah. When it's your job know, though, but because it's like maybe? you get stupid traits when you do stuff you, all the time. Like my store, like I pretty much always know when I'm alone at work or not because of the amount of time the door dings. You just get very used to like it dung seven times. So I know there's one person in the store. Three people came in. Three people left. There's still that fourth ding that I've got to account for. Mm. Or or if, like, you hear it, like, go off, like, way too many times than you're used to. You know it's someone just, like, checking, keeps looking outside, walking in front of the sensor. Like, yeah. I know, it's really hard to tell. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, very yeah. rarely wrong now about the number of people in my store, even if I've had a flux of, like, 20 in and 20 out. Like, it's very easy. Yes. Like, you just, like, subconsciously know, like, I know the dings have added up. I'm good right now. Like, yes. Right? Like, no one else is here with me. I can memorize passwords. After doing IT, I can memorize people's pass- passwords almost Instantly, first right? Bat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about like a can't like, remember any of these books, but I can remember the passwords. <laughs> the passwords yeah. Like I'm gonna have to come back here in three days and log into your shit again. So yeah. I'm just gonna hang on to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. For sure. So yeah. So I was like, I, I can see how law enforcement or other people in that field. Yeah. Just, I guess. Like, and subconsciously you counting shots. I was going to say, you are trained again to handle those heights, right. you know, like yeah. soldiers and stuff, to be able to keep track of shit when... Yeah. So Dresden keeps running through the garden center, trying to get away from Grum, because Grum's now chasing him. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> Grum does actually something very smart for an ogre, and which is just completely mangles, closed with the, the yeah, gates. Twisted. And so he's locked in now. <laughs> and he's quite smug about it, too. Right? Yeah, right? Stops long enough to grin about it, too. <laughs> I know. And it's kind of funny, because he is, in the meantime, doing a little bit of the, you know, like, because he knows, okay, fairy, he can, so he's, like, flinging shit off the, you know, trying to swipe stuff off the shelves and stuff like that to, again, like, trip him up or get in his, you know, like, you typically see in every action movie where, you know, it's always in, like, a restaurant or hotel, and they're throwing, like, food carts in front of people and, like, swiping so yeah, he's trying to do find anything steel that he can use against it, and it's just not happening. And then yeah, he finds himself in that nice little gated, chained off portion. So it is a smart trap, locking him into the garden center here. And I like the whole, you know, again another villain speech. You lose, ha ha ha. Who do you work for? Eh, you'll never <laughs> find out. Ha ha. You'll die not knowing. I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he does briefly consider never, never. He's like, all right, jump in there maybe, but 
you know, you're still, already dealing still with a little the gun bay. shy on that one. Yeah. yeah, could be out of the frying pan into the fire, or worse, could be the whole time fuckery shit, and I really can't afford that. And he'd be he'd be bailing on Murphy if he does that too. Yeah, I mean, again, I would kind of assume he's going to come back, or like hopefully just come out on the other side of it or something. But yeah, exactly right. Depending on how long and what he encounters, that exactly he's leaving well, her up the creek. And it, like, especially sucks too because they're separated. They can only scream out to each other, so it's like the bad guys just get to hear their plan as they yeah, make exactly. it. He's like, save yourself! Hey, Murph, I'm gonna sneak up behind him, okay? Make sure he's distracted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no rub. Yeah. It was a kind of nice a nice moment where she, he's like, get out, save yourself, and she's like, not without you! <laughs> Which is, like, great, but it's kind of a little bit one of those moments, like, no, seriously, I actually can save myself right now, you just need to get the fuck out. <laughs> you do, do not wait for me, that's gonna cause Brian, you know? Yeah. But, like you say, not really in a place to have that discussion easily. <laughs> yeah, so now he's like, okay, well, I'm in here, but he's like, it is just the chain link fence and stuff like that. Easily like, climbable. I can probably climb out of this and deal with the barbed wire. Like, it eh, sucks, but okay. Yeah. Right? So, um, so yeah, kind of, you know, weighs his option, looks around, whatever, right? So he's like, okay, I'm just gonna take a bunch of this shit and start piling it up so I can get up there. Which, again, I don't know, how tall are those fences usually? I think he says in this book, it's like nine feet up. Yeah, but are they normally? Is that about right? For I would. Those? I don't know. I, like, I don't know heights, but I know that it's much, much taller than me. Like probably two or three of me. But isn't this like a nine foot ceiling? Like that? Is it? Ish. Usually, I think that's kind of the that's standard, standard for a house right? or something. So right? I mean, that, that's how tall the gate would be. Because I'm trying the, to remember. I'm like, are they? Does he, was, and doesn't he say that it's got wire or something? He's got barbed wire. Do you want to drive past the Walmart after this? I'm going to have to. Actually, I do need to grab a couple things. We might have to make that. Stop on the way home. <laughs> I'm just like I know. And part of me is like like sometimes when you know when you're on the instant, sometimes they are the great big huge structures that are almost like tent like or whatever with the whole. Sometimes it is just a fence, and I'm like, is it usually that much more than like a six foot fence? Is it only yes, like a seven sure. or something? No. Is it definitely like way way more? They're definitely more than that. Okay, like what he's describing is very accurate. But like yeah. the only only thing that's missing from his is that ours are usually covered in like blue paper as well. It's like blue paper strung between every layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So Which you can't it, look into it. You can't see through it or whatever, yeah, but... And it might have, like, a, a shelf in front of it, too. I don't know. Yeah. Which, yeah. well, there are... Yeah, there are shelves in here, I guess, just not up again. I was just trying to think, right, because I'm trying to envision. I'm like, he would almost be at the top. Like, how much does he have to climb? Like, seven <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was yeah. the only thing I'm like, just, I was trying to envision. I'm like, are they, like, the big, massive, like, nine, ten-foot <laughs> fences? Or, cause normally, I would say and, nine, and, ten, like, yeah. We are not cutting butcher any slack here, we are not, are we? no. <laughs> We're just, like, right in the details. It's more just because it's like, I have a Walmart. I know what this looks like. Even better than podcast. <laughs> We've gone to Walmart, and we measured the size of those fences, and they are actually eight and a half feet and have no barbed wire. Podcast didn't exist when he wrote these first several books. So he's like, no one's ever going to analyze this shit. It's fine. Whatever. A book club is like four people in a basement. Yeah, not like. <laughs> no, fuck you, and butcher. I'm just, yes, I'm not trying to nitpick it for that reason as such. It was more just like really, right? I was like, I'm just thinking, I was like, would it really be that? Or like he would that. almost be as tall as it. Because normally he's like, tall when it's convenient that he's tall and he's short when it's convenient that he's short. There Let's you go. go. I get it. Because yeah, I was like, for most Suspension of disbelief. Yeah, no, I know. It's just more like I say for most of us, like, yeah, a seven-foot fence would be plenty tall enough to keep. I would have There's to, There's like, an ogre in this. Who cares about the fence? <laughs> Shut up about the fairy. Shut up about the fairy. How the fuck does a Walmart look? <laughs> Hello, my 
name is Maggie. I have ADD. <laughs> that sounds a little bit you more got, like OCD. I have a lot more problems than that. <laughs> I do. I just like, go home. I get fixated on crazy things and tangents and, you know, and all of a sudden this is really important to me. Right. So okay. Either way, there is, <laughs> he starts piling shit up against this fence. Starts piling shit. Plants yes. and, 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 and bags and despite, of dirt. And, despite what he piles against it, despite how much he has to climb, it's all for naught. It's all for <laughs> naught. Yes. It is all for naught. Suddenly yes. there is a branch wrapped around his ankle. And he's like, another one. And another one. Yeah. And let me just shake that off. Oh, wait. No, it's. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It took shape and stood up. Ooh, don't uh, like when that happens. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. He's going back and he's like, you know, when they're having this, like, save yourself, right? And she's like, no, without you. And he's like, I'm a big boy. I can take care of myself. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he's like, I can <laughs> And then he's like, fucking Harry, when will you keep your mouth shut? <laughs> Wait, Murph? Because it was, just, it was just too easy for the ogre to just, like, chase you in here and lock the door. <laughs> you know, it's like, hmm, maybe this wasn't the Grandmaster plan. Maybe this isn't the only, uh, we're good for the next, like, three days. He's never getting out of this one. <laughs> wow. I, I twisted that, that latch, like, you know. No need to do anything else. <laughs> right? He's going to take forever to figure out how to get out of this channel comes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yes. The, the, the pile of trees Dresden is used to get out with has turned into a giant monster and now has him captive. Yeah. And like all good monsters, the first thing it does is get up and scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am monster, hear me roar. Exactly. <laughs> Stars and stones, Harry. This concludes our episode 9.14, Consulting the Consultant. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing. And please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling, conjured by it at your own risk. 